0: Hello, good people upon the planet of Earth. Welcome to You Are Worthy, the podcast whereupon which we speak of feelings, emotions, and all of things in between of them. My name is Michael Mookie Blakelock, otherwise known of Lil Mookie B, comedian, influencer, podcaster, person who practices of feminism, even though I am a man. Um, yes, we do exist. Welcome upon today's podcast to men and women alike. Today, I want to talk about Well, today. What's so special about today, you ask? Well, it's the day we are in, for starters. And I'm saying this as kind of a clever reminder to those of you who are living in some other day, whether it's tomorrow or yesterday or two Halloweens from now or whatever it is it may be, you are doing yourself a great disservice by not living in the only time that we have that exists. And that time is today. You are not being present of today. And by present, I don't mean a, a gift, but I also do mean a gift. The gift of today, that is to say. Now, what do I mean by being present? What the heck are you talking of, little Mookie B? Of course I'm living in today. What other day is there? I'm not some sort of Gulliver's time travelers. Okay, well, first of all, relax. I'm just trying to help. Um... And second of all, you need not of a time machine to live upon the future or past because we actually have a time machine installed within us and it's called our brain, AKA our mind, a small gray little time machine that may not look like much, but actually can transport us anywhere we'd like to be other than the now. And that may sound cool to some of you. But I assure of you, it is not. It is not cool. Because when we are spending time in another period of time, it is often because our mind is trying to pull us into negative thinking by reliving what we have done of the past and or fantasizing about what will go wrong of the future. And my therapist, Dr. Myra Delaney says, the past is depression and the future is anxiety which is just incredible of her and of me to mention. Let's take a look at those. First, the past is depression. So when we are thinking of things of the past, we are often doing it of regret and shame. So like, oh, I can't believe I said this thing to so-and-so a person. Or like, I can't believe this person only dated me for one month. Like, why was I not perfect enough for them? Or whatever such things that cause you to be depressed of those things. And then secondly, of course, is the future is anxiety. So like things of, what if I do something of embarrassment? Or like, what if I get of cancer and die before I fully monetize of my podcast? Like examples such as those that say to us that we should be worrying of anxiety of these things happening. And those are just my examples. Those, those examples might be different of you. So either way, in either of these scenarios... Our minds are in different time periods than we are actually in currently. So what we are doing is we are spending time in the past or future having bad feelings upon what has happened or what has yet to have happened. And what we are not doing is living and enjoying and observing what is actually happening, which is right now in the present of today. Because today is a beautiful thing that has many things of which to offer you and I, and we do not see of these things unless we look upon them. Like we cannot see if we do not look like perhaps there is a beautiful sunrise or sunset. Perhaps a bird is chirping outside of your window. Perhaps a decent residual check just came in the mail for you. That's like two months rent or something. And it like just shows up. Do you know what I mean? And the sad part is that we often do not see these beautiful things of today because we are spending of our time in some other time. We must be present. And how can we do that? How can we be present? How can we be in today as opposed to of any other day? Well, first of all, we can stop future tripping and past thinking. Like, stop. Simply stop. Stop. Like, it does us no good, so we must dump of this behavior upon the curb and let the trash truck take it to the landfill. But little Mookie B, what happens after we stop? Like, how do we be present of today? And again, like, relax, I'm getting there. So how do we stay of today? Well, there are different methods that, if done correctly, will center and ground a view in the present moment. One thing I like to do is to look at the things around of me and say what they are out loud. So, like, of example, if I was having of anxiety right now, I would be like, um, okay, microphone, computer, water bottle, like, picture of me when I went to the Comedy Central Emmys party with Stephen Colbert in the background, like, things of that, for example. You can use whatever you have around you, of course. And that small, simple action brings me back to where I am of currently, which is right now in today. Another technique is that of EFT tapping, which is to say that that is a technique that I learned of therapy whereupon you tap of your body in different places to cause distraction from all your crazy problems and focus energy upon the feelings of tapping upon your body. So like you can tap your chest or your forehead or like whatever you want, that's where I do it. If you want to pick somewhere else on your body, that's fine. But I'm saying it might not work unless you do it the way I say. So like you just start tapping, right? I guess you can't see me doing this, but like you tap. Okay. hold on. So like that is like an audio representation of what you should do. And then like you feel good and you are present simply as that. And beyond these things of physical that we can do, The thing that helps me the most, and will help you the most probably, the thing that we have to always remember of, is that all we have is today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow doesn't exist. So don't waste of your time living in those places that do not provide of any shelter or protection of you. Take up residence in the present moment of today laid the groundwork, put up roots of today, take off your shoes, kick up your feet, grab a glass of coffee and stay for a while. Wow. Good rant. Let's start the podcast, but first let's do some positiveness. Let's breathe in one time and breathe out one equal amount of time. We're going to do an affirmation today of physical health. With all that is going on upon and around the world as of today, I want you to have health in your life. I want you to have the strength and energy to go out into the world and spread of the love and positivity that you've learned from me. So I want you to have physical health this day. I want you to have clear skin. I want you to have strong muscles. I want you to have clean hair and teeth. I want you to smell good when you walk by other people. So that they don't judge of you based upon your smell or your or your stench. Is another way to say it. I also want you to have inner physical beauty. Like by that I mean, not of personality, but I want you to have of healthy organs and things of that nature. I want your stomach to feel settled. I want your nose to feel clear, to breathe in the air of this great world. I want your brain to not ache. I want you to have of regular bowel movements and a urinary tract that is clear of obstructions and i'm not trying to be like gross like that is what i want for you this is like a medical thing i'm trying to do of you here and i've had these problems and they suck so like be mature for just a moment of time and like get over like the classroom snickering while i talk of poop and pee This is not a laughing matter. I'm doing this for your health. I want you to wake up every morning and say, I feel good. I feel powerful. I can lift a whole horse over my head. I can run a marathon today. I can do anything I want to do. Thank you, Lil Mookie B. Well, you're welcome. I believe in you, because you are strong, you are brave, you are courage, you are light, you are beautiful, you are loved, you are worthy, with Lola B. <laughs> Okay, and once again, and welcome, and once again, we are upon the interview part. Um, my special guest today is someone, you know, I have lots of fans upon TikTok, and, you know, of course, you know that as as my listening viewer and my podcast fan as well, um, and, you know, you often encounter many different personalities and people following of you um, upon TikTok, and for those of you who don't know, it's just like any other social media platform of, Comments and likes and and shares and things of that, but um, you know I have and and have had this uh, one person, one follower, um, by the name of Funky Blumpkin, and they have been commenting, and you know a lot of people find this to be possibly harassment, and so I wanted to see if this person was a hater. Or a lover or a fan or whatever, but they do like and comment on every single one of my posts. Um, there is some sort of comment sort of trying to get in of a joke or trying to ask me of a question. And of course, I ignore those kind of things because I don't have the time to respond to every single comment. But I did want to have this person upon the airwaves for possibly, I don't know, a confrontation or perhaps this is a fan. We don't know. We will find out. So, of course, I would like to welcome, I guess, the funky Blumkin himself. He says his name is Todd. Todd, welcome. What up? What up? What up? It's good to talk to you, Todd. Um I'm I I guess my first question is um h- how did you come upon me? I'm 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 sort of you're kind of a mystery to me.
1: Well, okay. So, I like to use my phone like a lot. And so, I'll pretty much go on there and just like one thing I like to do is like go on Instagram or something I like is going on Twitter. And I have like a hobby of going on TikTok. And I will just like kind of swipe, 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 kind of see a bunch of different videos and stuff. And I get lots of information and dances and all kinds of stuff from there. And I just actually saw your post because um, it just popped up. So then I started following you because I actually thought you were spouting off some really interesting um, concepts and I- ideals that I was really interested in.
0: Interesting, and I want to clarify that I came up on on, your For You page.
1: Right, my For You page. Which would be the main
0: feed of TikTok. Yeah, for those people who don't know, being on the For You page is kind of like a big deal, and so I, of course, am someone who often does show up on the for you page and that is kind of reserved for like the larger people on TikTok. and of course oh really you know you could get there and we could get into a discussion upon algorithms but i won't do that as of now but i appreciate you um you know patronizing of my page um yeah
1: i don't like pay or anything for it it's all free but so it's just kind of random like because like you pop a my for you and then there's this like old woman who like talks about different sodas and she pops up she doesn't mm. have her teeth in and then there's like this like
0: so like comedy kind of like a comedy page
1: I think it's serious I don't know and then there's like mm. this like couple who dub like lip dub like things from movies and stuff and they pop up interesting yeah and I do want
0: to say of the of of my listeners that um you know anyone can get on the for you page I don't you know Todd, do you mind if I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm in middle school. Middle school. Okay. And you you won't say your exact age then?
1: Middle school is my yeah, so I Okay, I, so
0: so somewhere between the age of I would say uh, 10 to maybe 15.
1: You would say that?
0: Okay. Yeah. I can
1: I can't fight you on what you would say. I, and I and I don't even know what I would say. Like I I don't even like I don't even get into things like that. Like I don't even how old are you? Like I guess is my question like ultimately.
0: Yeah. And I don't get into things of that either. So we don't have to talk about that and we can blow by it. But what are you like 50? Um, That's the guess that I'm 50.
1: Okay. Well, if I'm really doing guess, like I'm at a carnival and it's like I can get a bucket of jelly beans if I get it right, then I guess my real answer is 48. Okay.
0: Well, again, I'm not going to discuss this. And of course, the bucket of jelly beans for you is that you get to be upon my podcast. But um,
1: thank you, by the way, so much because actually, of course, it's so, so cool.
0: I was so I was so fascinated of you, and I do want to point out, and the reason that I do ask of your age is that because, you know, I wanted to sort of display the demographic that sort of is into my stuff. You know, it isn't necessarily just for adults and older people. Like, I do appeal to young people, and, you know, young people I do believe are the ones that need to be molded because they are the future uh, of this country and of this world.
1: I actually got in a fight with someone in your comment section.
0: Really? Now, tell me about that, and do you know who it was?
1: Um, I know their name, their username, which was, um, two strings make a knot.
0: Oh, two strings. I I've seen them. And of course I always want to, um, sort of provoke with my content, um, discourse and discussion. Um, and what was it that you were getting in a fight upon?
1: Well, he said you were a bitch and I was saying you're actually not. And that I thought you had a lot of good stuff to say, but then he said, you're a pussy. And he said that he hate follows you. And I was like, well, that's up to you, whether you want to do that. We kind of went back and forth a lot. Cause I was like, I actually think one thing that little Mookie B is trying to tell us is that it's up to us to determine our mental health and up to us to determine our happiness. And so by you choosing to follow hate, follow somebody that's choosing to bring toxicity into your life. And he told me to suck my own dick. And I said, I've tried. And let me tell you, it really hurt my neck.
0: Wow. And I do appreciate you saying of that, that, uh, you know, you sort of summed up my mission there quite well. And one advice that I want to give to you, a piece of advice that I would like to give to you as a young person is that um, there will always be haters. You know what I mean? There will always be people who don't like of what we do. And, you know, I have learned myself to ignore them. And leave them alone and let them say what they wanna say. So I would give that piece of advice to you, but I also would say, thank you for coming in and saying what I could not say at the moment. And if I could say anything to my fans, is that if anyone says anything negative to me, it is of course your choice to not say anything. But of course, if you do want to say anything and defend of me, that's also fine.
1: But see, like when I told you what he said, you didn't, that didn't hurt you. Cause he said, like, you're a pussy. Like he was saying kind of mean stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and of course I am extremely sensitive of criticism. You know, I don't take it well and it's very hard for me, which is just another reason for me to not read of those comments. And, you know, you saying it to me now, yeah, it does hurt. And I would like to find this, this two knots uh, person and, you know, maybe have a word with them over DM. But again, right now, right here, I am recording a podcast. (laughs) And so, you know, there are bigger fish upon which to fry.
1: Yeah. You got to focus on that. I actually, um, was really learning a lot because um, in quarantine I'm kind of like depressed and I was looking at your page and I really, really thought like, oh, sometimes you really make a good point. Like I think one of the things you were talking about is how men should treat ladies. Of course, yeah. And I haven't had the opportunity to fully um, date, especially now, because I don't even get to go to school. But – I, so I haven't really had that, but I feel like when I am ready, I'm going to be really, 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 really equipped because like you teach me so much.
0: Wow. Thank you. And I'm so glad that you reiterated that again. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm curious because you are in middle school and I, and I do want to try and speak to young people when I spread of love and positivity, how is your mental health as of being somebody of the age where you know life is quite difficult i remember being of your age of middle school age and uh there's of course the awkwardness there is of course of puberty there is of course of having pimples and being fat or whatever and i'm wondering what of those things have affected you lately and how is your mental health do you even understand are you even old enough to understand what is your mental health
1: i don't i don't think i get it i'm scared And
0: it's okay to be scared. You know, the first thing I will say is is it's okay to feel your feelings. And if that is of scaredness, it is okay to feel that. And of course, you can take that to school with you or whatever your homeschool situation is at the moment.
1: Well, my homeschool situation is really hard because I live with my uncle, Scott, um, and he well. So, for example, my sleeping arrangements are a dog crate. Mm. And my computer is an old Kindle. So no one at school can even see me.
0: Okay, and you're somehow getting your lessons through this Kindle? I guess. I read
1: Bridge to Terabithia.
0: Um, I only read of self-help.
1: What's your favorite book?
0: My favorite book is um it's a book by Gary V. Have you heard of Gary V?
1: Are you sure it's not Gary the 5th?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I can see where you would think that this is Gary V and he spells his name of V E E, but he is a super motivational, badass guy on TikTok, And he wrote a book called like take control and it fucking rules. And I feel like everyone should read it. And this is not like a free advertisement of Gary V and Gary, if you're listening, please, please come on my show. I will do anything. But, um, that's my favorite book to answer of your question.
1: Well, I'm actually um, I want I do on my podcast a little um, ASMR segment where I read, and I was wondering if I could use your platform to do that.
0: Of course, yeah, absolutely. Please, um, let's give you a couple minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. Todd, um, doing of an ASMR reading.
1: A uh, voice from some held to distant, for us to locate and intones. I am blessed, Metatron, I am keeper secret. I am guardian of the throne. In here, the more disturbing wig recesses have been chiseled away or painted over. No point disturbing the inmates. All is neutral tones, soft draperies, and is paint print on the wall. Only the marble floor has been left, and under the bulbs it gleams like water.
0: Now, what I know of ASMR, I, I mean, I thought that was very good, and of course I want to be encouraging. I, I thought it was very uh, qu- quick and breathy. But I think that is a great start. And of course, I want to have encouragement and not, you know, and we can talk, uh, we can talk criticism off air. But um, I thank you, Todd. Is is that something that you would want to get into? What, What are your ambitions of life as a young person? To be a public reader. A public reader. So, so to read things in public. Yeah. And what steps are you taking towards that? I'm sort of taking the Gary Vee approach here. Like what, you know, what are you doing? Are you quitting of your activities to be doing of public reading and things of that?
1: Well, I'm still taking recorder lessons on Zoom when my uncle lets me use his computer, but um, I'm not really quitting anything. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like I, I do it all the time, the reading, but I feel like when I do, it's really powerful and... It's kind of a natural ability. I, I, I was um, actually inspired by one of your TikToks that you should wow. follow what you're naturally good at. And I think that this is that for me. And so really just going to keep pursuing that until I make, you know, a million dollars.
0: So, so when I said to you and you were molded upon it by me saying that you should follow what you're good at, at what point did you feel like public reading was, at what point did you feel like you were really good at that?
1: Well, okay, so I do my podcast and I've never had a negative reaction. What what is your
0: podcast called by the way so that my listeners can sort of get you can sort of get a bump from my very popular podcast.
1: Yeah, it's called The Toddcast um and you can find it um on Lauren Lapkus's Patreon. But it's really <laughs> <laughs> It's really really, you know, my readings really really good and I feel like no one's ever said it wasn't good. And you're actually the first person to even say there was potential for criticism. And you said you would give it to me offline, which to me sounds like a threat. So I I think you better tell me right now in front of everyone rather than trying to spank me outside.
0: Wow. And this is, of course, a classic podcast confrontation, I would call it. But um, look, I I mean, my only criticisms would be uh, that, um, you know, in what I know of ASMR, especially upon TikTok, is that um, it's a little more sort of um, very soft, sort of crinkly sounds. And it seemed like you just lowered your voice and put some more breath in between them and said the words faster. But of course, I I don't expect you to be an expert upon it either as a middle schooler. You know, we are just starting.
1: I felt like just from what I heard when I did it, it was smooth, loud, clear, crisp, and lit my imagination on fire. And see, now, I-,
0: I think you would be a great public speaker just based upon that description. You know, possibly you could move from the training wheels of reading in public to just saying words in public of whatever you choose in your brain. Have you ever considered of that?
1: Um, actually, I haven't. Like, I could just go into, like, the town square and stand up in the center and speak about stuff that I feel.
0: Of course, yes. If your town has a square, I would say, why not?
1: Well, I don't know if it does. I guess I don't really know.
0: Well, then perhaps you are the one that builds the town square. Perhaps you will add square builder upon your resume.
1: Now I gotta learn how to lay bricks?
0: no, no, no. These are just hypotheticals, Todd. And I don't mean to throw a lot at you as a young person. I want to point out something you said before, because you were talking about what made you want to be of a public reader is that nobody told you that you were bad at it. And I love that kind of attitude of, you know, we don't need to be told upon that we can do what we love. We can just do it and, and, and unless there is an overwhelming sea of voices saying, please stop, please stop doing that, then we can just do the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about my whole brand is that nobody was screaming at me, telling me to stop doing it.
1: But see, don't you ever see the comments? See,
0: so that's where. So and, and then I also want to say that if that does happen, you know, we also have the choice to ignore that. To ignore criticism right. and to See,
1: yes because that's the thing even if i did start to get negative feedback i like doing it and that's all that matters absolutely and i could just be myself and i don't even care what everyone thinks i don't even care if everyone even thinks i'm the worst
0: of course you know there are a lot of people in the world that were the worst that went on to do incredible things like who you know president george w bush
1: mm, what was he the worst
0: at He was a guy, and this is based, of of course, upon the Oliver Stone movie W, but he was a bad troublemaker frat guy, but then he became the president. Do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff.
1: Right. What What you're trying to tell me is, like, there was a guy who made the worst ice cream, but then everyone still liked it.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. Because, because they believed that they made the best ice cream. And nobody said, stop making this ice cream, it's disgusting, you're hurting people. And I think that's that's what I call hustle, honestly, and I think what Gary Vee would call hustle.
1: How old is Gary Vee? Gary Vee
0: is, um, if I would guess, I would say 48 or 50. Your age. Well, again, that's not something I will discuss upon the podcast, but again, off often Let air, me guess
1: a little something. You're so unwilling to say it, you're probably 70. And you literally pretend you're 35 and you literally, you literally went to the store and you asked the guy, what does a 35-year-old wear? And you bought that stuff and you're like, how does 35-year-old do their hair? And you did that and then you were like pretending to be a younger guy on TikTok to get attention and then soon it'll be revealed that you're as old as the Six Flags dancing old man.
0: So one thing I do want to say to my listeners right now is that you see that I'm sort of letting this just slide off of me. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes people come at you and that's okay. And of course, like I said, previously stated is that there will always be haters. And like, I have to understand, of course, like what are the circumstances of this person talking negatively at me? This person is a young child who has not fully developed maturity. And so you know, I do appreciate the words that you say to me, Todd, and I will let you say that, but I will say that, um, I am not 70 and I am more closer to, um, 35, like you said before, but not exactly 35, but I won't say it. All right. Of course we're here for discourse and, (laughs) you know, these podcasts lately have been getting more confrontational and that's sort of cool. Uh, Maybe we'll end up on a list of some kind, but
1: why do you think that is like, you're somebody who, you know, you you promote on your page like have of good mental health and like be of good like be of good feelings, mm-hmm. and yet people come on your show and they want to fight you. Like, don't you think that's like something you're doing?
0: Well, that's interesting that you ask of me that on my own podcast because. You know, I often say that, and I'm sort of making a connection here in my brain, you know, when other people are the common denominator of all of their problems, they are the ones that possibly are the problem. And see, now you're flipping that on me, and this is one instance where I maybe have to disagree with you.
1: Oh, okay. So what do you think is causing it? Like, you just think you're inviting a lot of people who like to fight?
0: Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Uh, You know, and of course, here's what I have to remember too, is that a lot of people out there do not have therapy. They do not have therapy like I do. I often think that everyone in the world should go to therapy and I'm not going to go around and necessarily like take them by their collars and drag them into a therapist's office and say, start talking, bub. But you know, I do believe that I am somebody, once I have done that work of myself, that I need to worry less about that stuff and that I know that I'm going out into the world and, and projecting uh correctly and, and positively.
1: What is something that came up in your therapy that was kind of like important for you?
0: Hmm, wow. And again, I do appreciate you asking of me this question. You know, one big thing for me is that like, I've had issues of control, mm. you know, that I want to be in control and that I want... I put very much weight on what other people think of me and I need to control and manipulate of their minds so that they like me. And of course I'm cured of that now because of therapy. But you know, that was, that was, and is a big thing that I still talk about in retrospect.
1: So like, how have you been doing therapy a long time?
0: Yeah, thank you, and again for the question. Um, I have been doing it for a few months now, and it's actually going well, and I'm feeling very good. And um, gosh, this almost feels like a therapy session. <laughs>
1: I'm not, I'm I'm not a therapist. I'm not I'm not licensed.
0: Do Do you attend a therapy, Todd?
1: Um, well, I have an at home therapy that my uncle set up. It's this um sort of thing. Have you ever seen that old experiment where it's like a monkey? Uh, baby monkey and they give it like um one baby monkey goes to its mom and then the other one goes to like a metal like thing that looks like the mom but has like a blanket from the mom and it like it like shrieks and stabs them every time they hug it
0: i can't say i've heard of this no (laughs) but this is very interesting tell tell me what, what 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 were the results yielded from it
1: that the monkey I can't really remember, but the monkey, like really wanted the blanket because it smelled like the mom or whatever, and it kept going to the mom, the metal mom, even though it wasn't the real mom because it really needed love, and so even though it kept being hurt, it still kept going back
0: wow, so as if to say that that means that we we will seek love from places that will people in places that will hurt of us, but but we want love so badly as human beings as primitive you know, evolved from monkeys people that we will, um, you know, we will seek love even where it is not. And that is how we end up continuing to hurt of ourselves.
1: Yeah. Something like that. So my uncle gave me this metal monkey that I talked to.
0: Okay. So you're sort of experiencing of this and are you finding that you're getting genuine love back from the metal monkey?
1: I wouldn't say it's love, but I do feel like what I'm getting out of therapy is that so much of therapy is just you talking and you coming to realizations yourself. Mm. So I don't even need the metal monkey to talk back. And thankfully, it can't. Because when I talk to it, I figure it all out. And I feel like I can just hear myself and I think, yep, yep, I need to work on that.
0: Yeah, and I think a large part of therapy is, is you know, getting out of our, our demons and our bad things and sort of looking at them head on. Staring them upon the face for the first time ever, and going, "Oh wow, that is a thing like for real, and I wonder i i is now is the is the metal monkey the acting as the therapist in the situation when you to go to a therapy session, are you just being put in a room with this metal monkey and you just see what happens
1: yeah, and he looks at me through a a double way mirror
0: so it's not even in the same room of you
1: no, you no, are in the an empty room with a, my room and my uncle oh is I, looking see, through I see I see to a mirror which he claims he's not, but I figured out that it was two-way because I got really close to it.
0: If you get close enough to a two-way mirror, do you see through the other side? Yeah. Something I didn't know. And I love learning of people who are different of me. Yeah. I mean, do you feel as though this has helped? I mean, I always love to hear from people who have learned of therapy. I mean, do you feel like you've come away as a different person, as a different young Todd, as a different young man?
1: Yeah, I think it's really good. Like, I feel like a lot of people are really afraid to go to therapy, but it's actually been really, really helpful for me because I have a lot of issues that, um because my parents like abandoned me when I was little on my uncle's doorstep in a basket. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And so I have stuff like that where I'm like, oh, I miss them and stuff and like, so I can talk that out with the monkey and I can kind of like get it out and sometimes all I do is go in there and scream and hit stuff with a bat
0: and and does that feel of your does that feel it as relieves of your frustrations
1: um sometimes well have you ever seen red
0: the movie red
1: no like have you ever been like mad and you see red like literally eyes? oh
0: seen red sorry I thought you were saying of a movie um I've seen the movie reds with uh Helen Mirren but no I haven't I uh I know what you're saying. As though, a, as though a bull sees red of the cloth of a matador. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I have. You know, I've had uh, anger issues, but I don't know that I've physically seen the color red. I know that's a, a turn of expression, but have you actually seen red?
1: I've seen red, and it's hard to come back from that because your eyes are like oh, it's like, oh, it's like your whole body, all your blood's coursing right up to your eyes. And it's like, you're like, oh, oh. And like, you feel like you could just, just throw up and shit and piss at the same time.
0: So a physical visceral reaction. I wonder if they call it seeing red because it does have to do with your blood. When you see red, is this a, I mean, are you physically seeing red? And then is this like a a trigger warning to you saying like, "Uh uh-oh, like you better get out of my way because I'm about to explode of everything.
1: Yeah. It's not just physically. I mean, it's like a, it's a real warning sign. Like everybody go and I really only live with my uncle, so I just tell him, like, red, red, red. And he's like, get in the room, get in the room. And he puts me in the room, and, and I'll just let it out that way. Have you seen the Michael Jackson video, Scream?
0: This is the uh, collaboration with upon his sister, Janet.
1: Yeah, I've seen it on YouTube. And it's like, that's how I feel. Like, it makes me want to scream.
0: Sure, yeah. Stop pressuring me. Stop pressuring me.
1: I love Michael Jackson.
0: I, I do too. I'm a big fan. And of course, you know, I can't look past his crimes, but, um, you know, I do respect him as an artist, um, you know, but I, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody that just for fear of,
1: yeah. Do you feel like you like, um, hold, this is a question for just you as an influencer. Do you ever feel like you hold back your real opinions because you don't want people to have, um, cause you know, they're going to hate your opinion.
0: That's interesting. You know, I do believe that. Uh, It is of my duty to fans and people of the world to have of transparency, to be of truthfulness. But, you know, there are some opinions that just people don't like. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to say that I'm displaying of opinions that I don't believe upon. But I'm also saying that, like, sometimes you need to cater to an audience. And of course, you know, I don't pander and I don't do anything that is false. And it's not fake my online persona. That is me. That is my persona. Um, And I don't just do it to get of women and followers and things of that, which people have accused me of. But I think that sometimes you have to say what you need to say to get the message across and whether or not you believe it 100% is irrelevant.
1: That's really interesting.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: I have a question because you really are really good at giving advice about romance. Yeah. So I kind of assumed that you are in a loving marriage. Is that true?
0: I, I, I understand how you would assume that is that, you know, you sort of look upon me and go, how is this guy single? Like he's treats of women so well and how is he single? And, and the, the truth is that I am single Todd and what, you know, I, I am not in a relationship. I know it's shocking to a lot of people and I get many, many women in my DMS going, you're probably married, but please, could I meet you? And, you know, I of course get to tell them that like they're in luck, but. Oh, and you meet up with them. Uh, sometimes if they live in the same city as me, but, um,
1: what do you do? Like, where do you meet them? Like a restaurant or hotel?
0: Oh, you know, on my patio or whatever. But, um,
1: Oh, you invite them over and then they come inside.
0: Yeah. Of course. You know, of, of course, when we are open in communication about safety and things of that nature, but yes, of course, if they would like to come inside, they may come inside, but
1: and then what, like you have sex or like what you touch butts.
0: Yeah, no, of course. And only, of course, if both parties are of consent. And then, of course, yes, you know, if that's all right with everyone involved. And of course, yes, there is sex involved. And I'm not, you know, I'm not squeamish of talking of subjects of that matter. But
1: what's your number?
0: I mean, I, I that that's something I think would maybe be too personal um, to put upon here. I mean, it's like probably higher than you would guess, but seven. I would say just, and I don't know what level of math you're in of middle school, but like, I think your math is just off on all numbers of guesses here today.
1: I'm in addition.
0: Well, I would, I would add a few more to that. And again, this is not what I came here to talk about, but. 30? Let's say that, let's say that's yes. Would you judge me of that?
1: I wouldn't. I'd say, (laughs) yeah, dude. All right.
0: See, and that's why I do it. But yes, I am single. I am not in a loving marriage. I hope to one day be in a loving marriage, and I know that I will to to a lucky woman. Um, but, you know, I don't measure my success or my happiness on the validation of a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I can be by myself, and, you know, I don't want to die by myself. But, um, you know, I wonder, as a young person, Todd, as a young man, are you? Um, do you have a romantic life? Are you dating of people? Is there something that I could learn of you Whoa. or to you?
1: I, I tend to um have a lot of crushes and mm. um a lot of it has led to rejection for me. And I had um I'll, my most recent pain is cuz I had a crush on my teacher and they told me no. Oh. And I said I said I said, "Can I order you some sushi on Postmates as a as a sign of love?" And they said, no. And I said, let me ask you again. Can I order you some sushi on Postmates? Give me your address. They said, no. I said, don't make me knock three times. I'm ordering the sushi. I'm about to press go. They just need to know the numbers. And the street name." And the zip code. And if you have a special buzzer situation on your place, tell me now. They said, Todd, if you say one more thing, I'm going to report you to the principal. And I said, you didn't answer my question. And then I was sent to the principal virtually via FaceTime, which my uncle was happy to, to connect on his phone. And I had a little sit down. And when that principal told me that what I did was considered aggressive, stalking, and illegal, I said, are you hungry? What's your address? The sushi has been made. It needs (laughs) somewhere to go. Wow. And I'll be damned if that principal didn't accept.
0: Wow, a happy ending.
1: For someone,
0: I I have to ask your your original teacher of the story is your teacher was your teacher a female?
1: Um, my teacher in the story was a female, but I'm open to um all all genders.
0: Oh wow, and I love that openness of you, and I of course respect that. Thanks. Of your sexuality as a young person, you know, I I guess <laughs> hearing that very long story sort of reminds me to say to you that, you know, of course we must respect others' boundaries. Mm. We must know that no means no. And we must, you know, even in regards to sushi, and I know as a young person, this just may not be taught of you by your family members, by your uncle, by your silver metal monkey, but... The reason that I do what I do upon TikTok is so that young people can look at me and go, "That is the example. That is how you treat of a woman." And you know, of course we go through rejection all as men, and it is excruciating and maddening and it makes me want to punch holes in every wall. But you know, we also must remember that as we are entitled to boundaries as are others. And I think that would be something that I would want to say to you, Todd. And if you can think of that in retrospect, maybe you don't look upon that sushi story with such remorse. Perhaps you look upon it and go, well, I just made a mistake and that's an opportunity for me to learn and grow. What do you think? Do you think that's good what I just said?
1: Mm, I think it's interesting what you said.
0: Mm, I think so too.
1: I feel like I could be better at that. I I feel like I could be better at accepting boundaries, but like... See, I don't feel like I really have boundaries that much. And I feel like that's okay. Like, I'm actually, like, really open.
0: Okay, yeah. And why Why do you think you don't have boundaries? Just because you are a person of openness...
1: Cause I have like no, um, I have no guidance and I had no, I know my parents left me when I was when I was like really little, my uncle's doorstep up and like, no one actually ever really taught me how to like have, deal with my feelings or anything like that. And I never really had to even manage any of that. And so like, that's actually a lot of it. And so I actually don't like maybe on some level, I'm aware that not having boundaries is bad, but on another level, I'm actually like, well, that's just who I am. And that's how it was. And so I can't really, be, I can't really be faulted for that.
0: Mm. First of all, great ASMR. Thank you. And uh, second of all, you know, I, I do agree with you, Todd. I, I do agree that it is, you know, <laughs> I feel like, you know, Robin Williams upon Good Will Hunting, but it is not your fault. And, you know, uh, one of my favorite Boston movies and, uh, that, and that is just a side note of just seeing what kind of taste I have. But I, I do think that it is quite mature and beyond ahead of your years for you to realize that, you know, you've gone through trauma. Yeah, you have experienced trauma and that the person that you are now, and I think of this of myself a lot, a lot too, you know um, how I was molded of my family of origin, but that, you know, when we grow up to do things that maybe other people don't like, that maybe are hurtful of other people, we must remember that we came from and of trauma. You you know, we face that trauma in our therapy, but I think that we understand or, or that other people should understand that um, when we do bad stuff to them, when we are annoying of them or do things that they just have to realize that we have come from trauma and we're working on it.
1: Yeah. Like, why don't I get enough of a break?
0: Exactly. Exactly. We're not so different. You and I, Todd, maybe we're closer in age than you think, but still far apart, but I, I see myself in you, young man. And I really, um I really am a- honored to look upon you and mold of you and have me be an influence of you. I mean, that's almost flattering to me. Wow! Like you're flattered to be on my podcast, but I'm almost flattered to have you on of my podcast.
1: This is really, really cool. Like I actually was thinking about doing a TikTok, but I was kind of scared, but I feel like I have a little more confidence now.
0: I love that. And confidence is all you need. And, you know, remember, it's okay to go out and and fail and make a mistake. You know, if your first TikTok doesn't get as many views as my biggest TikTok, it's okay. Just make another TikTok until it happens.
1: Well, I have an idea for a TikTok and I was wondering if I could get notes on it.
0: I'd love it. Run it by me.
1: Okay. So I'm going to play Savage by Megan Thee Stallion underneath it. Okay. And
0: so already you're hopping on a trend, which is good.
1: And then instead of like doing the dance... I would um I would have like um I'd be pointing to different words. Okay. And um the words would be like the first one would say do you ever feel like this sometimes? And the next one go depressed, sad, upset, down. But in the in the beat of it and that's it. Okay.
0: I I like it. You know, for for a beginning TikTok, it's really good. Again, you're jumping on a trend. You're using a popular song. You're using a popular format, which of course is sort of in the self-help TikTok realm of saying, do you ever feel
1: like like depressed, sad, upset, down, something
0: like that. So Todd, based on what you've seen of my TikToks, what do you think's missing?
1: A pink sweatshirt.
0: Okay. Maybe. Not quite what I was going for. So we've got a, we've got a problem, right? Do you ever feel these things? Sad, depressed. What are are we missing?
1: Um, like graphics, like a GIF or I don't know if you can do that on there.
0: No, no, no. Uh, I'll just go ahead and answer the question. Wait,
1: give me another chance.
0: Okay. So again, let me frame it for you. We've got a good trend. We've got our question. Do you ever have these things? Depression, sadness, anger. What are we missing?
1: Oh, so like comment below.
0: Okay. That's part of it that we could add.
1: So, uh, sound off in the comments.
0: Sure. Yes. And again, these are just small aesthetic things, but what is the bigger picture of this? And I'm going to give you two more guesses and then I will just say
1: it. Okay. My other guess is it needs a different song because that one's too trendy.
0: Uh, okay. No, disagree.
1: Okay, my other guess is it needs like a partner who's doing the Megan the Stallion dance in the background.
0: Okay, again, if you have a partner that would do that, that would be okay. So what I'm getting at here is that we have a question. Have you ever done? We don't have an answer, right? Right. We need the part where we say, do you feel these things? Depression, sadness, anger. And then we give a solution upon the viewer to learn from us of. So we say, okay, if you suffer of these things, you can try this therapy, breathing, um, you know, trying to have of meditation, things of that.
1: Like a weighted blanket.
0: Sure, yeah, I mean, that's sort of a very um physical one, and I would go I would urge you to go deeper than that, but you know, we can't just come upon TikTok and again, this is speaking for me an expert, and this is why you're here, right? is that we can't just go out there and say, "I have problems. We can say, I have problems, I had problems, but here is what I did to fix of those problems. And here is what you can do too, just by watching of me. And that would be the thing that I would make sure that you would be that would be known by you before leaving.
1: Okay, but here's the thing: What if I don't have the answer? I just want to make a TikTok, and I bet a lot of people are depressed, so they would relate. So I would say,
0: if your goal is to just to make a TikTok, I would say just dance to that song. Don't don't worry about there being words or, you know, <laughs> I I. But, but what I'm hearing is that the message you really want to give is that you are you want people to know that you're depressed. <laughs> You know, which is a validity. That's fine. But I that, just
1: like understood, I guess, just by making a TikTok?
0: Oh, you're saying it's inherently depressing <laughs> to just be on TikTok and make a TikTok? No, I don't agree with that. But um, I would say that, you know, there are people that have gone, you know, I would say go on TikTok, uh, find people who are depressed, who are doing that, and maybe try and duet them and help of them because, you know.
1: <gasps> duets. There you go. Okay. I don't really get that. Can you just really quickly explain duets? Because like. I seen you do it and like, I get that. It's like, you're like, you take a video someone else did and then you're like, let me slide in here.
0: This is a way to make someone else's TikTok about you. So what you do is that you uh, choose... You can choose to duet anyone's video if they allow duetting and you know you can then do a side by side sort of you can do a reaction you can do a dance next to them you can um you know answer of questions that they are asking if they are asking to be duetted and I wonder if you might find some success in starting small of baby steps and finding other people's videos to duet maybe to react to maybe to people who are depressed and you might have your own take on what you would say of them
1: Can we can we like do a duet right now like you sure do a TikTok and i'll just chime in okay sure so
0: um let's see i'll do a hey all as many of you know i have had of depression in my past and Same. i wanted to and i wanted to say upon you that um you know there is no reason for you to continue on having of depression for your whole life really and so, what I would do is attend a therapy, and I'm gonna put up a number for actually um, a website um, address. A number where for it. You can get a f- free therapy now. Usually, I'm I'm just breaking the TikTok here because usually I don't react, but I would say that was just my own mistake of improvising.
1: Oh, okay, because I was like just trying to really do it
0: authentically. Okay, yeah, and, and again, I would suggest you know this is like uh yeah of course of course I used to be a do a lot of comedy. And this is sort of when someone comes up to you and says like, Hey, tell me a joke. Be funny. Like it's hard to do a TikTok on the spot.
1: Right. Right. But you know,
0: again, the TikTok can be whatever you want it to be. I would just want to make sure that you are, you know, I believe that social media in general should be used correctly for spreading of love and positivity. And I want to make sure that you're not just going on there and going, I'm depressed and then depressing of other people.
1: Okay, well, I have like another idea that's like a little more lighthearted. Okay, so I was thinking, you know how people do like, um, like they like they like dub what someone's saying. Sure. Or they lip sync.
0: Yes, yes. They you will use a, a piece of audio and they will lip sync to it, perhaps a song or a a quote of a movie or a TV show.
1: My idea is that I would like take a video of me like drinking a soda. Okay. And then I look like I'm gonna burp but then i put in the audio <laughs> of someone farting and then i do it's like all different farts but they're coming out of my mouth i see
0: so so you're sort of um uh turning the idea of a burp on its head yeah okay i mean sure that's i guess that's a specific take and not something i've necessarily seen a lot of on tiktok again i'm wondering how that is helping
1: people <laughs> um and not to say that you can't just enough to help can not it just be lightening the mood like not everyone's gonna be like you like not everyone's gonna be like super super amazing at telling people how to live their life better like not everyone could do that
0: you're still hoping though that people who are depressed would look at you farting out of your mouth and be happy
1: <laughs> yeah i want to reach depressed people
0: I, i'd say throw the spaghetti on the wall and see which strands stick to it um
1: I I think it'd be really funny to see that.
0: Sure, of course, and, and that could be something that you do. And of course, you know, please credit me if you do do that. But
1: and I, my name would be Fartmouth.
0: Okay, so you're getting rid of Funky Blumpkin.
1: That's my burner.
0: Oh, that's why you don't have a profile picture. Or <laughs> in fact, it is. It is Funky Blumpkin. Oh, yep. one two six nine three four four nine. Underscore zero 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 one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for blowing up my spot.
0: Hey, uh, this is free promotion. If you're not appreciative of that, then I don't. No, I'm messing with you. But um,
1: no, I'll put it on. I'll put. I'll put my new page on my flumpy, my flunky bumpkin, <laughs> funky bumpkin page, and so you can go to that and you'll find all the information you need to find my new TikTok. <laughs>
0: Todd, I appreciate your youthful enthusiasm, and I think that we need to wrap up of of this point. But um okay, um, I want to wish you good luck in your TikTok endeavors, and of course, you know, I'm happy to be a silent mentor of yours.
1: So, like, silent mentor means like you don't say anything or do anything.
0: Yeah, it means you, I'll just let you say that I'm your mentor. Oh, huh. all right. If you ever become famous and, you know, are on a talk show or you ever say, if you ever want to do a video that's like Lil Mookie B taught me everything I know, that would be fine with me. I just don't want to actually be physically involved in anything that you're doing. Okay. Okay, cool. I hope that my inviting of you on the podcast was helpful of you and made me look good. Do you feel like it did?
1: I think it did make you look good. Like, I feel like you now have like a youthful person who was kind of signing on to like, you know, signing off on what you do and like saying like, you're not so bad after all for any of the haters out there. Mm. You at least have one fan who's young. And so I and think I that- do
0: appreciate of that. Yeah. And I do want to tell again, my listeners that like, if you see somebody in my comments, like I am above, you know, talking to haters or what have you. But if you would like to attack that person, then, you know, that is, of course, up to you.
1: Okay, so like, um, yeah, I think we'll just all start fighting back because I, I really, it like fills my whole day. If I start fighting with someone on TikTok, I could do that for hours. So mm. I really need a lot of entertainment right now. And so that's been kind of great. And your comment section, like, man, people just will say anything. So mm. it's like, oh my God, like you should, you should open it sometimes because, oh my God, you'd be like, What? They said that about me. And when
0: I say that I don't ever look at the comments, like I do occasionally every night before bed, scroll through them for two hours, but I, it's, it's just like not important. That's like to you're me.
1: winding down.
0: Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, putting on of classical music and lighting of a candle for me and drawing a hot bath of, of sorts. Self-care. Sure. Of course. Which is an important thing. And I'm glad you said that.
1: Self-care. Um, here's my TikTok. So it's Megan Thee Stallion playing behind me. Okay. And then it says self-care and I point up and then it's like, I point all around me and I'm like, a bath, taking a break, breathing, um, draw a picture, yell at your monkey, use your bat.
0: Todd, I think that's a perfect TikTok. That's really good. <gasps> really? Just spreading of self-care.
1: I really learned something. Just spreading Thanks. the word of
0: self-care and just saying these are things that you can do of self-care and that the people who just don't know as much as you do about that can learn of that. I-, I think we've made a lot of progress here. And then of course, you know, you can fart of your mouth.
1: I'll probably do that too. Just so my, my page is always keeping everyone guessing. Sure. It's
0: kind of like your signature. It would be your signature. It'll be your pink hoodie.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. So as a young person, before we go here, Todd, is there any piece of advice that you would give of our listeners?
1: Um, I guess I would say that like, if you're going through hell, keep going.
0: Wow. If you're going through hell, keep going. I love that it's just vague enough. Oh, to... I didn't finish it. I didn't finish oh. it.
1: If you're going through hell, keep going. You'll eventually hit the wall of hell and you'll be trapped inside forever.
0: Oh, okay. So it's a little different than I had originally interpreted, but I, I, I do want to respect that. That is your advice. Well, Todd, um, I feel very good about this. Same. What what would you like to plug at this time?
1: Um, I guess I would like to plug my butt, my mouth, my ears (laughs) and my nostrils.
0: Okay, and you can also follow Funky Blumpkin if you would like to go and go of my comments. Yeah. Uh, Todd is on every single one of my posts with at least yeah. one comment, yeah. I like to be supportive. And I do appreciate of your support and your love and your admiration of me. Um, Todd, thank you so much, and I want to ask you one last question before you go. Uh, do you feel as though you are worthy?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I guess like... I've had, like, a lot of issues with, with actually my, my self-worth. Like, I actually don't really know because, like, there's so many things. Like, because like, my parents left me on my, my uncle's doorstep when I was a kid. And, like, because of that, like, I feel like I've always wondered, like, am I worthy? Am I not worthy? And, like, my uncle's not really that supportive. He's actually pretty abusive. But I but it's actually okay. Like, it's not like what's something you have to call like a, a person about or anything. But, like, I guess ultimately, like, I feel like I, I struggle with, like, whether or not I am worthy. But, like, in many, many senses of the word, like, I think I am because, I, because, I, because, I, because I, I feel like I actually get up every day and, like, attack the day.
0: Wow, I really wish we had gotten to that earlier. Todd, thank you so much for being here, and um, hey, I love you. You do? Yeah.
1: Okay. Great. Thanks. All right. Hey, little Mookie B. This is Joel. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. I'm just wondering if upon my uh, question about of God, if you believe that God... uh, exists upon us all. Like, I'm not sure of whether or not he really cares upon me, but, um, hopefully he's, uh, thinking of me, you know, just want to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you, Joel from Wisconsin for the question. Um, wow. This is a deep one. Do I believe of God of the existence of a great and powerful entity who rules over all the land, all the earth, and all the planets and the stars of heaven. Now, I think you may be looking for a simple yes or no here, and that's all fine and good, but I believe my take is a bit more nuanced than that. So before I answer of you definitively, I'd like to explore this for just a moment of your time, if you will allow me to do so upon you here today. As many of my listeners know, I am not a religious man. I did not grow up of deep religion. I mean, yes, we we exchange presents on Christmas, toys and games and clothes and what have you. But that's about as deep as it goes for me in terms of religiousness. Because, you know, organized religion, and I don't want to alienate of my audience here for reasons of popularity, but organized religion like has problems, of my humbled opinion. And I do believe that religion was created to spread of love and positivity, as I am doing, but I think the original ideas of people such as Jesus Christ and the apostles have often been distorted, I guess I could say as a clever word, throughout the times, by people who have often used the words of the various religious texts to justify treating people shitty and getting what they want and starting wars or whatever. I find sometimes religion to be kind of ridiculous, Religious in the words of the great real time with Bill Maher. I don't know. Again, just my opinion. That is all to say that religion is just kinda not for me. Now, does that mean that I do not believe of God? Well, this may come as kind of a cool twist of your expectations, but the answer is no. Because as many more of you know, I am a spiritual person. And I haven't gone too deep of this on the podcast, so maybe this is my opportunity to do so here now. And you might be thinking of yourself, so like Lil Mookie B, do you believe of spirits that are like floating around in an old house like what do you mean of that what is spirituality like what does that do okay well chill I'm getting there no spirituality is not ghosts floating around a haunted house but I understand how you would get there based on what we've learned from Hollywood films and movies but no actually spirituality for me is the idea of there being a spiritual power Some call it the universe, others call it other things. But it is the power, the energy of the world that has control of all things of the universe. And believing in that power allows me to let go of trying to control of things of the world that I cannot control and be present in the moment of my life that I am in, which is presently now, in the present. And so again, Mookie, get to the question— Do you believe of God? Okay, chill. Well, I think that God, or the idea of the power of a God or thing, can be open to anyone's interpretation. I believe it is to each and everyone their own on this matter. Like, what I believe to be God may be that of the energy of love and positivity. Or that of the friendship, I feel, of my friends. That kind of interpretation of the energy part of it. Maybe for you it's like something that you observe that makes you feel love or warmth. Like that of the smile of a child or that of a TikTok of someone buying McDonald's for a homeless person. Maybe your interpretation of God is an object of inanimation. Maybe like the beautiful tree outside of your window is God. Maybe your favorite pair of underwear or like an old trophy you won of track and field events back in the day. Maybe you are of traditional religion and your God is a man upon a cloud with lightning bolts coming from their fingers. That's fine. Or maybe your God is Satan in hell. That's fine too. I don't care. Maybe God is a woman. Bet you weren't expecting me to say that. Maybe, and this is a big maybe, maybe it's me. Not to be weird, but like, Maybe you find so much love and light and positive and warm feelings from this podcast that you consider me God. Like, I know there's a lot of people who are fans of this podcast who find love and positivity upon what I say of them. And I'm not saying that those people do or should worship of me, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. So I'm just throwing that out as an example. And if that's how you feel, that's fine. Like I said, to each and every one your own. If that is your interpretation of God, then of course, more power to you of that. Like, I don't blame you of that. And Joel, you mentioned that you don't believe that God cares of you. And so I ask you, what God are you believing in that doesn't care of you? That doesn't love of you? Maybe you need to think of something or someone else to look upon as God, because I love you. I love all my listeners, even the ones that reply too much to my tweets. Like I love them all, including you. So perhaps look to me or at least my advice to find a spiritual way. That's just one idea. So to answer of your question, Joel, finally get to it already. Okay. Okay. Do I believe of God? The answer of course is yes, I do. Is the God I believe of the same one you believe of? Or the same one your mother or your sister or the old lady down the street or the owner of the bakery shop in the town square believes of? No. The God I believe in is mine and mine alone. And that probably makes me very unique and interesting to you. Thank you for your question and God bless. Okay, the podcast has come to its natural conclusion. If you would like me to answer of your life advice questions from the perspective of therapy on the airwaves, you can call me upon 424-245-5477. Again, that's 424-245-5477. And leave of me a voicemail. Also, if you're like too scared of me to hear your voice, you can email your question to youareworthypod at gmail.com. Thank you of my guest, Todd. Please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else upon platforms of which you listen to podcasts. And please rate us five stars. I have put in the hours upon hours of work to entertain of you and bring you love and positivity. All I ask is that you take one moment to leave with me a five star rating and type out a simple good review. I love the help of you. I would love for you to help with me. You can follow me on social medias, at Lil Mookie B, across all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. That's L-I-L-M-O-O-K-I-E-B. You can also follow You Are Worthy Pod. Our podcast theme song is an original composition upon me, Lil Mookie B, in collaboration of Midi Keys and Maya, the Garage Band Drummer. Thank you for listening, and keep continuing to be worthy. All right, let's rock for a second, and then we'll call it a day. This has been a Lil Mookie B production in association of Pink Hoodie Media.